Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Are you looking for a God-conscious husband? Or do you have a friend that is looking for a compatible spouse? Getting married is one of the most important decisions of your life. So before you embark on your marriage journey... You need answers so you have clarity and confidence to find a compatible husband. Smart Single Muslimer is a thought-provoking Muslim marriage guide for Muslim women. In the book, you'll discover how to find a husband, how to find out if you are compatible, what questions to ask a potential spouse, and how to deal with disappointment. Adopting a smart Islamic approach to relationships is about following some simple prophetic principles that will change your habits and attitudes about getting married. If you want honest pre-marriage advice that addresses contemporary issues you're facing, then you will find this book extremely useful. Available to buy on Amazon in Kindle or paperback format. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to um, Smart Muslim Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Farhat Amin. And um, today um, we're going to be looking at the whole genre of Muslim rom-com books. Now, if you're like me, um, you know, I like the idea of reading and I really wish I had more time to do it. But the problem that I have is what should I read? Um, You know, I've, I, what's happened in the past is I've bought books online and then I haven't ended up reading them. Um, you know, I start them and I realize, oh, you know what, I actually don't like this book. So it's been a bit of a waste of time and money. So I'm always, um, you know, I've, I've been wanting to solve this problem. And Alhamdulillah, I found the solution to this dilemma um, through a bookstagram page. Um, and I started following this page a year ago. The page is called Bookie Fiction. And um, the owner of that page is an avid reader called Seher. Um, so what I want to do to do in you know in a podcast, I wanted to share you know 
um, Sarah's page with you. And so Alhamdulillah, she's um, she's my guest today. Asalaamu Alaikum, Seher. How are you doing? Wa Alaikum Asalaam. I'm good, Alhamdulillah. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm well. Um, it's really cold and sleety weather outside. I don't know what, what's same. like. Yeah, it's the same for you. <laughs> exactly the same. So it was snowing earlier, but now it just seems to have turned into sleet. Yeah, I know. And I, I wanted to go out for a walk today, I, I, but I just don't think I'll be able to do it. Um, do, you, do you get to go out during lockdown? Um, no, I, I just, I never leave my house. Um, oh. I don't like the cold, so I'm very cold phobic. I'm constantly sitting at home with a hot water bottle. So <laughs> yeah, I do like walking, but not in this weather. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, um, how, how are you finding the lockdown? Because we're in our, I think we're now in our third lockdown in the UK. Yeah, um, it's going okay for me because I don't really do much aside from reading anyway. So for someone who's quite introverted, I think it's nice having this. Not, not really nice, but you know, I'm not, it's not too bad for me, which is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but I know other people are struggling, um, especially in terms of like going to work and things. So after the first lockdown, my company just went to home working. So we're all working from home. We still are. Um, so yeah, no, it's not been too bad for me. How about for yourself? Oh, alhamdulillah. I, yeah, all my work's from home. Like I, I do my tuition online. I, um, then the website things that I do. And then, um, so, but what I do find is I miss going out. And so I'll try to go for a walk every day. And, um, like my husband and me will say, like, he'll either, he'll either force me or I'll force him and say, we just have to get out. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, so Alhamdulillah, it's uh, yeah. Inshallah, once spring comes, it'll be it'll be nicer to walk around in. Um, so you generally, so you really are a bookworm. Is that is that derogatory? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the right term. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how long have you always been like this? Where you you have you always liked reading? Yes. Yeah, so um, I would say my love for reading really did start in childhood. So my dad's a big reader and he had like a massive library and was constantly reading. And I think that trait just got passed down to me. Um, so often when I was a child, we'd go to like bookstores. And I don't know if you remember that store called Borders. Yes, it was like a I bookstore do. slash cafe. Yeah. So obviously that's shut down now. But um, as a kid, like my dad would always take us there into Waterstones and he's a very generous man alhamdulillah so if we picked up any book he'd be like yeah I'll buy that for you because I think you know to instill that love of reading oh, that's so, so if nice. my kids want to read yeah so that's one of my kind of greatest memories of reading just like sitting in a bookshop with my dad um whereas my brothers aren't anything like that at all they're like no we want to go home and like play the playstation <laughs> whereas me and my dad are quite yeah we're quite um yeah we are bookworms oh mashallah so, yeah. and and so then um okay did you do an English literature degree by any chance <laughs> I didn't everyone asks me this especially at work they're like oh do you have a background in like you know literature or linguistics and I'm like no I did a degree in biomedical science so <laughs> quite the opposite of um a literature de literature degree and actually at uni I didn't get to read that much because my degree was very intense so um I would say it was only after graduating that I kind of fell back into love with reading because I was so busy with my studies I barely got time to read so Alhamdulillah, after graduation, I was able to read a lot more. Oh, okay. And so when did you start Bookie Fiction on Instagram? Okay, so my relationship with Instagram is quite, um, it's quite a love-hate a love relationship. So initially, I started off um, 
I just had like a main Instagram account as we all do. Like I didn't start off with a bookstagram. So I had my main account and over time that evolved into a kind of skincare account. So I would, I would say my two biggest passions are skincare and books. Mm -hmm. So um, as I really got into skincare, I was post, um, you know, reviewing products on there. So I guess I've always had this kind of like reviewing quality in me. So we're, whereas now I'm doing books before I used to do like um, skincare products and like companies would send me products and I would try them and that was all fun. Um, and then after I had that account, I decided to open up my bookstagram. So I was like, you know what, I really like both. Why don't I just open up two accounts to kind of showcase my passions? Mm -hmm. um, but I found that really hard to kind of maintain in tandem. So having trying to balance both, whereas with my skincare account, because that was my main account, I was spending a lot more time on there. And my bookstagram was kind of just this side thing that I did. I was very inconsistent with posting and I wouldn't really review on there. So if you actually kind of scroll down on my account, you see the books are quite, um, sorry, the posts are quite, the more about the kind of photography and just asking people what they're reading and, oh, I really like this book as opposed to what I do now, which is more of the reviewing side. So what I liked about this book, what I didn't like, would I recommend it? How many stars would I give it? So um, mm. yeah, it was very, my posts were like kind of very hit or miss. I was never really that detailed in my reviews on there. Mm. Um, but I think I've become more consistent now with kind of sticking to the reviewing aspect and less so the kind of taking pictures of photography side because it is nice to see creative pictures but I think what is most important to me with bookstagram is actually recommending good books to people mm. and reading good books yeah like I like I like looking at pretty pictures of books but like you click click the image and and that's that's it though isn't it and you think oh, yeah there's like no substance to it yeah, yeah and the thing is that that's the mistake I know I've made in that you've I've I have judged a book by its cover, bought it, and yeah. that's been the problem. It hasn't been, uh, it hasn't resonated with me. It's kind of got nothing, um, yeah. you know, and um, to the point, like, I, I've based, there was a point I stopped, well, I definitely stopped buying books um, because it was a real, um, and then also, now then, now then, this is the thing that, like, you're saying about you, you review, do mm -hmm. you then, um, like, stick to particular genres, is that what you're you concentrate on or, or is it very broad um I would say my reading is quite broad because I just I love bits of everything really so my account isn't just specifically for one genre or one type of book or fiction or non-fiction I read loads like I read a lot of different genres and I've also come to love non-fiction so I would say growing up, I was very like, you know, I like reading novels and fictional books and storybooks and this. But as you get older, I think it becomes important for you to kind of educate yourself through books as well. So that's an, I think through from teens onwards, that's when you read more nonfiction and you're more into kind of educating yourself. So, yeah, my reading is quite broad. So I love I love fiction. I've always loved fiction. That's something that will never kind of um, come out of me. Um, but I also do read fictional books sorry non-fictional books and ones that are more on the informative side so especially when it comes to things like race or um like Muslim representation mm -hmm. so yeah I would say my, my reading is quite varied right so now for um as we know rom-coms are like the target audience is women um and so you know um so when you were younger um would you say you used to read a lot of rom-coms um yeah I would say in my teens I did but it wasn't it wasn't you know for a specific kind of 
it was I never read like kind of Muslim rom-coms I don't even know if they were around when I was a teen um but I did tend to read them but I never kind of took them to heart or they didn't inspire me to like go and get in a relationship or anything like that it was just something fun to read I suppose um but I've never had a like they've not been my main my main genre that I've read I read them here and there but yeah mm -hmm. because it's, it's interesting you know a lot of the movie the rom-com movies they are based mm -hmm. on books like um yeah Okay, the most famous is Pride and Prejudice. Um, yeah, but um, it's interesting that the best-selling books then they they then tend to movies, and um, it's really interesting how it like as women that's seen as whether it's chick lit or you know then you got the chick flicks, that yeah. seems to be what they um they've kind of said yeah this is what you will like and and they mm -hmm. really push that to us. Oh, definitely. Um, and it's interesting, as you grow, when you're younger, you know, um, you can be taken in by it. You can just see, you, you don't realise, you just think, yeah, it's a bit of, it's, it's fun and it's, and yeah. it possibly could, it could happen to me. But it's mm -hmm. interesting, as you become more mature, you start to see, you know, holes in the whole rom-com um, storyline. Have, have you found that? Yeah, definitely. So the books that I've read, they kind of conflict with your own personal beliefs, I think if you're more of a practicing person and you're reading these books, you're like, oh, you know, it can be fun and stuff when you're reading it, but then you realize that, okay, what is this actually telling me? What is this telling me about my self-worth and what I should look for in a spouse? These are things that they seep into our subconscious. So we may read a rom-com and the guy's really attractive and she loves that about him and it's less so about his personality and this and that. So I think because when you're a teenager or when you're younger, you're a lot more impressionable. So even if you are reading it just for, you know, for your own enjoyment, for your own pleasure, these ideas are subconsciously seeping, seeping into your mind. And you do like when you're an adult, you kind of you still have the remnants of what you've read in your mind. And that may shape your future relationships or what you look for in a marriage. So we just mm. need to be quite conscious of reading those types of books when we are. Um, growing up and I think that's especially important when it comes to books that are kind of like Muslim rom-com books or ones that are aimed towards teenagers what is this actually telling is it just a regurgitation of kind of western standards western ideals and what they think um, marriage and relationships are like or is it actually showing us how marriage is in Islam mm -hmm. so th so that brings us on to that to the book um, so it's um uh, Sophie Khan is not obliged by Aisha Malik. Um, mm -hmm. So now I haven't read that, but you have. Um, <laughs> so could you give us a quick breakdown? What, what is that book? Of, what's the storyline of that book? Yeah, absolutely. So Sophia Khan is not obliged. I wouldn't say that this book is aimed towards a younger audience. I think the target audience is like kind of adult Muslim women or ones that are in their late teens rather than the kind of younger age group. But basically, this book is about a 30 year old unmarried Pakistani woman who is working at a publishing firm in London. And she's been tasked with writing an expose on Muslim dating and what relationships are like in the Muslim world, um, kind of as per the request of her non-Muslim white colleagues who work in the firm with her. Um, so in order to do this expose slash book, she decides to get insights from people around her. So she kind of interviews her friends, her families. She signs up for a dating website to kind of get more of an insight. And one of her friends is in a polygamous marriage. So she asks her for her insights. And it's just a really, I think what bothered me the most about this book was just the writing. So I get, I understand the premise. That's fine. You can write, you know, you can write a story about whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. um, 
but the writing just came across as very kind of juvenile and kind of artificial and forced and not what I would expect from a from someone if you're trying to portray a 30 year old woman you'd want a sense oh. of kind of purity about her whereas yeah. she just comes she basically comes across as just like a teenager who does all sorts of things and I think integral to her personality is this this conflict of identity so I think what the author was trying to do in this book was for Sophia Hahn to be the epitome of like Muslim representation or to debunk any myths people have about Muslims being um, like boring or submissive or blah, 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 like whatever they think. Um, so she's tried to portray her as like the perfect balance of culture and religion, but also modern and progressive. So she's trying to have it all essentially. And I think that's what kind of makes the book fall down on its face. Mm-hmm. So... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, she kind of just the, the protagonist Sophia Hunt just has this kind of weird superiority complex where she wants to be the represent representation of Islam to her colleagues and you know to society so she has she's obviously a hijabi and she wants people to know that you know when you look at me I am practicing I am religious and indeed she is she prays five times a day but there's also aspects of her personality that just really kind of contradict that and are in conflict with that so she's like a chain smoker she smokes cigarettes all the time she swears a lot she hangs out Mm. with random men and it's like you want one thing so you want people to think of you as this kind of ideal muslimer but actually you're doing things that are contradicting that so for example when she signs up on that dating website um obviously it's a non-muslim like it's not it's not muslimat or anything like that so it's just like a generic tinder like dating website yeah Um, so when she signs up on that she is taken aback that people or rather that men are non-muslim men are hitting her up and saying oh you know and she's like well I'm, i wear a hijab why are you hitting me up and then she's also in another point in the book she's like oh just because i wear hijab doesn't mean i'm x y and z so it's like what are you then like mm. are you are you saying you are this or you're not this because you can't have it both ways you can't expect people to think that you're one thing because of your hijab but also i'm not like that because of my hijab so this is she's very conflicted but i think what the author tried to do was to just showcase her as this Muslim woman who wears a hijab, but she's just very, very different to what one would think. Mm. Yeah, that, you know, just hearing that, like, I'm just wondering, that do, um, do you think that the, the author was trying to, okay, in, in, for, for Muslim, for young Muslim women um, in particular, there is, this, there is this conflict about identity and faith that, you mm-hmm. know, on the one hand, you're Muslim, but you're living in, um, in in a Western liberal country. So how much of that should you take and how much of your Islam should you keep? How, how do you balance it? 
So mm-hmm. I guess you, you're right that the, I'm sure many of us, we, we um, struggle with that, but then, and do you think this book helped in any way with that struggle? Like if someone read that, would it help them or would it just leave them just as confused? I just think it would leave them confused because there's just, there's just too much going on with her. Like I've never read such a complex character, but complex in a bad way. Cause oh. usually when you have complex characters, you're like, Oh, there's so many different aspects to their personality. They're like this, but, and the thing is none of those kind of personal personality aspects clash was with her. A lot of the things that she does says in her personality, they clash. Um, so yeah no I don't think there is much that can be taken away positively from this book um it does kind of highlight racism and microaggressions in the workplace which I think was good which is you know I gave it two stars instead of one because it did redeem itself in some aspects Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's like an instance where she's on the train and this guy calls her a terrorist and then swears at her and calls her the derogatory term for Pakistani and um she it, so it does highlight that these things although you know London is a very multi- multicultural city there mm. is there are still instances of racism there yeah um, so but then I guess the way she kind of handles that is a bit like you know maybe most people wouldn't so she kind of confronts him and then they have like a swearing contest in the middle of the tube and it's just this whole kind of mess and wow. yeah you know you should definitely stick up for yourself but I just think this whole book, her personality, just nothing about her personality kind of sat well with me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's, well, and what's interesting, I'm, I'm on the Amazon page for the book, and it's, um, it's interesting that a lot of people like it, but as I'm reading it, I'm seeing um, non-Muslims really like it. Um, of course. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so weird. Someone's written here, what a fabulous book. I think it should be compulsory reading for years 12 to 13 in school. I'm a practicing oh, Christian. It's like, now that's what's interesting about now this is the other thing is it when you go on amazon and Mm -hmm. and i guess this is what i like about your instagram your um page is that um what can happen is that um and i've seen this a lot and i may um and i'm always surprised when i see this that muslim women who review books about muslim women will just say it's amazing that they'll give it five stars and they kind of feel that you know we need to back our sister up here she's it's oh. hard to get a get a book published in, as a Muslim woman, and so if that someone writes one or, or is talking about Muslim women, we should just give it a high five, you know, regardless. <laughs> and I and I've always thought, well, really, should we? Oh, absolutely not. So I think this just stems from Muslims and literature. So historically, we've had really poor standards when it comes to contemporary um, Muslim literature. So I think we're just so eager to have like some representation even if it is bad that we're like yes this is amazing and I can just I can say by my own admission that when I was a teenager and if I read a book that had like a really poor Muslim representation but because there was no other book out there that starred someone like me I was like oh my god like I'm seeing a character just like me you know ignoring all the the bad stuff and you know probably not a good Muslim anyway but I was just so happy to find something that had like Muslim representation that I used to get really happy so Mm. I think we still we still kind of have I mean it's getting better now definitely certainly from when I was a teenager to now there's been a big progression in Muslim representation in books which is really good to see but I do think we still kind of fall into that 
that category of readily praising books that star Muslim characters, not because they're good representations of Islam or Muslims or the wider population, but purely like by virtue of them being Muslim. And I just think this is not, it's just not a good way to kind of review books and recommend them to people because we have to be critical and analyze what agenda is this book pushing? It doesn't matter if it's got a Muslim character, what is a Muslim character like? Like, yeah. is this a good representation of Islam? We have to, it's, I just think as Muslims, it's our duty to do things like that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So then this brings us on to the next book, um, Love from A to Z by Sajida K. Ali. So was that book any better? This is a fantastic book. Oh, <laughs> I agree. yeah, this is, this is like, if you've got the spectrum goes from Sophia Khan to love is uh, love from A to Z. It's just, that is the spectrum because that is oh. on the higher end. That is a really good book that portrays Muslims in a really good and relatable sense. So where you have Sophia Khan, where, you know, most, I would say most people aren't like her. Most Pakistani Muslim women are not like her. She's very different. And then you've got love from A to Z. So this is a very powerful and inspiring book with, realistic and relatable Muslim representation and I would say where Sphere Han is more um, aimed towards the kind of older Muslim crowds this is more for teenagers I think like just pure teenagers and even um, uh, children that are younger or aren't aren't teenagers yet because it stars so Love from AC so the name of the book actually alludes to the two characters which you can see on the cover um, on the I think I don't know which edition I have but the one I have has a it's a blue cover with a guy and a girl so A to Z refers to Adam who's the guy and then Zainab and they're both actually I don't know if they're te both teenagers but Zainab's 18 she's a hijabi and Adam I think he's at university so they're both in London but they're not from London so I think the family live in Doha in Qatar um, and they actually meet at Heathrow airport and it turns out that they're getting the same flight to um to Doha. Um, so Adam is Chinese and Finnish and Zainab is Pakistani and Guyanese. So mm -hmm. yeah, as I said, they meet at Heathrow Airport and they're going to Doha for the Easter holidays. Um, but they're both going for very different reasons. So Zainab is going because she's been excluded from school because she called out uh, her Islamophobic teacher. Oh. So yeah so that's why she's going and then Adam's going just to kind of meet his family so he's been diagnosed with a condition called multiple sclerosis mm -hmm. so what I really like about this book is it's not just your typical um like Muslim rom-com like it's all about marriage and oh my god you're so hot you're so pretty let's get married it's not like that at all in fact there's instances where the characters don't even like each other um mm -hmm. so this isn't um yeah, it's not one of those kind of lust or love at first sight books. There's a lot. It's there's a lot of depth to the book. The character characters are going through their own kind of issues and struggles. And what I really like is the book. In what I really like in the book is that both characters stay rooted to Islam throughout the entire thing. It's not just oh my god, like I, I'm really attracted to you. Islam out the window. Let's just go and take. Right. So yeah, it really it really just sticks. Uh, Islam plays an integral role in both of their lives and I just think that's this is the kind of perfect Muslim representation that we need especially when it comes to love and relationships and then eventually marriage um because I haven't seen a book that does this as perfectly yet so yeah I would really recommend this book okay oh excellent because I'm looking at um SK Ali her um um her page on on Amazon and much she's written a couple of books as well um yeah and it's it's like I had I hadn't heard of her you know um 
and it's quite it's good to know a, that a book that I could recommend to you know to yeah that because so it's so you would say it's um so there's nothing inappropriate in in this book would you say like as far as um yeah would, would you say that you know so it's basically it's not copying that kind of you know dating and and very sexualized way of looking at no. romance no not at all there's I can't even name like an instance where they are alone together like it's it, when they when it does come to fruition that they like each other it's kind of okay well we're going to tell our parents it's not just yeah let's just get to know each other it's like no we're going to get to know each other but with parental permissions so that everyone's aware rather than doing things like sneakily and secretly because that's so rampant in our society now for you know because I think um like young Muslims are just too afraid to tell their parents mm. and that leads them down a dark alley of okay well, we're gonna have to do everything secretly now and it's just, you know, if you're honest and open from the beginning, I think this book really pushes that. And that's such a good thing. And I think that's exactly what uh, younger Muslims need to hear or unmarried Muslims. Yeah. This, and, and this is it that, you know, if you're con if whatever popular culture you're consuming. Mm -hmm. um, so in the books that you're reading, that that is you don't realize it, but you then start to think that's that shapes your worldview. It's, uh, you know, we need to, uh, you know, click, um, clock on to that, that and you even if you could be completely you know you pray you you, you in your mind you're thinking yeah I, I'm I'm I want to obey Allah but you, you just your likes and your dislikes and they start mm -hmm. to be shaped very slowly for every book you know every book you read it, it's shaping you um yeah right oh, okay Definitely. so alhamdulillah excellent so um thumbs up to um love what was it called yeah love, love, love for to see. <laughs> and thumbs down for yes. is not obliged yeah yeah okay so like that's uh you know that's exactly the kind of stuff we need to is um you know to to get it from someone who's read it because the good thing mm -hmm. is you haven't given away the storyline because that's the thing I do hate. Like I don't watch, yeah. I don't Spoiler watch. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch film trailers because I think, oh, they just give everything away. Um, Definitely. And, um, and that's good in your, in bookie fiction on your Instagram page. You don't do that, which is nice. Yeah, um, yeah I try not to. Because I think, you know, you can highlight the goods and the bads of a book, but you don't have to give away the entire plot. That's something that I try to maintain on my account. I'm a big like anti-spoiler person. <laughs> Yeah, well, inshallah, yeah. you know, um, so, so what we're going to be doing, we'll have this um, on um, on my website, smartmuslimer.com. I'm going to, so I'll be putting this podcast up and then inshallah, we'll also put up your, the review for both of these books. So if, mm -hmm. you know, listeners want to um, read that. So firstly, if you want to read it, the quickest way is to go to Sahar's um, Instagram page. Um, and then if you'd like to read it, you know, on your, on your desktop, you can come and come and have a look at it on Smart Muslimer. Uh, but inshallah, we're going to have this as a regular a kind of slot, aren't we, Sahar, that we, we go yes, over some inshallah. books that you're reading. Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay, then, so look forward to, to speaking to you again soon. Uh, yes. Inshallah, I hope you have a, have a good weekend, inshallah. Thank you so much, you too, inshallah. Okay, then, Asalaamu Alaikum. Okay. This episode is brought to you by farhatamin.com, a website that specializes in Islamic stickers, Muslim activity books, as well as Ramadan and e-decorations. Wholesale and reseller inquiries are also welcome. So visit farhatamin.com today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.